Impact over intentions. A faculty member told me I was brave for admitting I was the first in my family to go to college. I don't understand Brief why Brief and common. I spent my whole life having to ask permission to celebrate my holidays. As a college student, I often felt that I needed to justify how religious I was in order to have the luxury to have the day off on my major holidays, something that no one is expected to do for majority group holidays Invisible like Invisible and nebulous. When the moving truck showed up at our new home in Davidson, an older white woman with a child in a stroller stopped, waited for us to come back outside from inside the house, and barked at us without so much as a simple hello, moving out or moving I have control over when my class does and doesn't meet, but in class, my job becomes harder for I had a professor say that she could tell English wasn't my first language from my essay. A black man walked into our campus office. Another student worker greeted him and said, Are you the new football coach? You could see on his face he just wanted to sigh. He said, No, I'm a new professor. Today, we were made aware of our hypervisibility and undesirability. We are here to put the microscope to the microphone with our podcast. So let's talk about microaggressions. The term microaggressions was first coined by African-American psychiatrist and Harvard professor Chester Middlebrook Pierce, who defined microaggressions as a subtle, standing, and often automatic and nonverbal put-downs directed towards people of color, often unconsciously. According to Daryl Wing Sue and Lisa Beth Spanierman in the 2020 second edition of their book, Microaggressions in Everyday Life, while early theorizing focused solely on racial microaggressions, they can be expressed toward any marginalized group member and are typically linked to racism, sexism, genderism, heterosexism, classism, and ableism. The study of microaggressions has expanded recently to include other forms of oppression and accompanying microaggressions such as trans, gender, queer, religious, and intersectional microaggressions. Micro refers to the interpersonal, micro-level context of the act, and aggressions refers to the insults, invalidations, and assaults that may manifest as verbal or nonverbal behaviors that cause indirect, social, and relational forms of harm, such as exclusion, with or without intentions to do so. I once overheard a conversation in which a white man wondered aloud about the role and place of white men in academia as the future unfolds. I thought to myself, seriously? You are not a minority or an endangered species. You are not outnumbered or even close to being outnumbered. You still make upwards of 70% of the professoriate. Not only that, but whiteness is embedded in our systems and institutions. It's so normalized that you don't even see it. Microaggressions are verbal and nonverbal interpersonal exchanges in which a perpetrator causes harm to a target, whether intended or unintended. These brief and commonplace indignities communicate hostile, derogatory, and negative slights to the target. Microaggressions value the target's perception in identifying harm, as perpetrators often are unaware that they've engaged in an exchange that demeans the target. Impact over intentions. So let's get started. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Davidson Microaggressions Project podcast. We are excited to launch this podcast as an extension of our online and on-campus work, raising awareness and prompting critical thought about microaggressions as we may experience and commit them, but strive to continually learn from them and do better, centering impact over intentions. I'm Dr. Amanda Martinez, and I'm an Associate Professor of Communication Studies and Sociology at Davidson College, and this is the start of my ninth year here. I am also the chair of the Comm Studies Department and co-chair of the Faculty of Color Caucus at Davidson. 
I started the Davidson Microaggressions Project in 2017 alongside my co-founders and Davidson students at the time, Itziri, Isa, and Jacob. As the project has evolved and gained momentum in online and on-campus spaces, we decided to venture into depth discussions now by launching a podcast that we will feature on our website and promote via our social media channels. We plan to release new episodes at the end of each week, starting now in our early October, and listeners can expect to hear our guests speak from their expertise and experiences, drawing upon specific examples and situations to demonstrate the lasting impact of microaggressions and related topics that are invoked at the core of how microaggressions can powerfully sting those on the receiving end. Representation matters, so you'll hear from a range of experts on many topics that connect to microaggressions. One of the big problems with microaggression experiences that we hear from people is that it is often hard to address them in the moment when they occur, and this struggle is reflected in the stories that we've received and featured on our website. So we pose the following question to each guest. What are some ways that you have responded to microaggressions, both from the perspective of the microaggressee and the microaggressor? This first short introduction episode features the DMP collaboration team, including myself and my student collaborators, Michi, Julia, Juan, Jalen, Ricky, and Basil. We overview the inspiration and motivation for developing this podcast as our next step with the project and also highlights about our slate of guests coming up. We're excited about this initiative and we hope you all will enjoy tuning in. Since I started the Davidson Microaggressions Project in collaboration with students in 2017, one of our main goals has been opening up front stage space for discussion about microaggressions so that we can name them to call out their impact. We knew initially that we had to first facilitate an awareness raising around microaggressions and the fact that our pleasant microcosm campus bubble is not immune to them. So we focused our energy on exposing the uncomfortable truths, right? And the reality is that microaggressions are prevalent in our shared spaces and places. We imagine that facilitating online discussion spaces would just have to come later. Um, and discussion has been prompted in small groups or interpersonally around topics that our story submissions bring up. And we often receive positive feedback about the conversations that our work on campus and in online spaces has prompted. When I first envisioned this project though, I imagined that even if it were just a website and a social media presence, we would be providing a useful service, right? Which is the opportunity for others to lurk to learn. And lurking to learn can serve as a way for us to productively call out, to call in, for really learning and listening about microaggressions and why impact matters over intentions. The reality is that we can all commit microaggressions against others and also be on the receiving end of them. So our learning is never really fully done. And I think that is true for all of us. So Davidson has a stated commitment to diversity and inclusion, and now we're having more conversations about equity and even anti-racism intentions with pledges. Um, and you know, one of the things we wanna do is push more discussions and move us into the realm of concrete actions too. We've gotten plenty of feedback that indicates people are very eager for depth discussions, but without asking, you know, individuals who are often already marginalized or minoritized people. And so I think people want to steer clear of just asking people to take the time to do this emotional labor that benefits often dominant group members. So the podcast idea we have comes into play here. 
With our grant funding and remote work shifts due to the pandemic since spring 2020, we have spent time recently conducting interviews with guests and experts on various topics of interest based in part on the story submissions and you know the kind of gems of knowledge that can be further unpacked from those stories so that we can all continue our educational journey. So listeners of our podcast can expect episodes with experts on institutional and systemic racism, gender and sexuality, indigenous microaggressions, Asian American activism and social media, Black Lives Matter and race rhetoric, border politics and Latinx community issues, intergroup solidarity, and much, much more. Hola a todos, I am Juan Diaz Mercado, a current junior Latin American Studies and Communications double major here at Davidson College, and I'm more than fortunate to be a member of the Davidson Microaggressions Project. I think that the Davidson Microaggressions Project is more than just Davidson's campus. It's more than just the yearly campus incident that always targets marginalized communities and invariably places us in a constant state of fear, anxiety, and worry. We're more than just a project. We are a resource, and I believe our podcast is an embodiment of that. Because the reality is, microaggressions happen every single day. Microaggressions happen constantly in various shapes, forms, sizes throughout different environments. We live in a very digitally accessible world, so it's easier than ever to spread awareness, to educate, and to contribute our own grains of sand. By developing this podcast, we are hoping to provide a platform that does not only allow us to deeply analyze and connect the dots, but also connect with each other. This connection is important because you realize how prejudiced and structured our struggles are and how different they are from one another, yet realize how much stronger and united we are uplifting and advocating for each other. If you were waiting for a sign to contribute towards building a more equitable, fair, and just society, this is it. This podcast isn't solely a call for learning, rather duplicates as a call for action. My name is Julia Lau. I am a member of the class of 2023 at Davidson College, and I intend to double major in psychology and digital and screen media. And I am a student collaborator on the Davidson Microaggressions Project. Podcasts are another form of medium that opens up a space for people to listen in and gain knowledge about particular topics in more depth. It's also a nice and easy way for people to consume information because I know for me personally, I'm busy with school and extracurriculars, so it's really convenient that I can learn more through listening to a podcast when I'm going on a walk to the library or cleaning the dishes. Adding on to that, I already have a massive amount of reading I have to do for classes, so I really appreciate having another mode of grasping information, and podcasts provide me that outlet since I'm listening to conversations instead of looking at a screen or paper and reading words. It's also another way for people to start a conversation about certain topics that aren't really talked about, and sometimes listening to someone's conversation is nice because you got to hear perspectives from different people without actually having to engage and formulate your own opinion, which I get can be nerve-wracking when you want to learn more about a topic, but don't really have a stance on it because you don't know enough about it. Hey y'all, my name is Jalen Taylor. I am a junior digital and computational studies major at Davidson, and this is my second year as a student collaborator on the Davidson Microaggressions Project. 
One of the best things about DMP that I believe was expanded upon through the podcast is this disruption in the academic hierarchy. You know, we are mostly students and faculty working together to make, you know, some amazing product. But at the same time, we're learning from and working with not only each other, but other students, other faculty, other staff members, other community members, you know, on and off campus. The guests that come on the podcast are on a similar wavelength. These are professors who also turn out to be pastors in their community or student leaders of various campus organizations or community members and organizers and activists, you know, enacting that social change locally. Um, They are all, they all have something to contribute to the conversation and help us learn alongside the audience while at the same time, they're learning from us. And especially as a student and a college student, it's powerful to be told early on in your career that what you say and what you know has value beyond your mind, beyond an essay, and beyond these four years. The podcast kind of serves as this audio archive of all of these little knowledge exchanges and moments of growth. Hello, my name is Michelle Lacourt. I'm class of 22. I'm double majoring in philosophy and gender and sexuality studies, and I've been working with the Microaggressions Project since 2019. We started this series of podcasts for a number of reasons. The Microaggressions Project has been going on for four years now, so we have a lot of information to share. I think the podcast is a great way to do this. We have a way to reach a lot of people, and they could spend time on their own learning about what the project is about and what we found through it. The podcast is a great way to take some time to really listen to what all the stories that are posted on our website mean, what the definition means. You could hear that through the voices of the people that we've talked to. Another great thing about the podcast is that it's accessible education. All the different episodes that we have and the more that we plan on creating, we've incorporated so many different fields, so many different voices, different people who have different experiences, and all these podcasts are about an hour or less. So you could be exposed to a lot of new things just through listening to these podcasts. I think it's great because you're going to find something that sparks your interest, something that you could really connect with, something that hits you, things that you've never thought of before. The podcast is a great starting point. It could really open you up to learning about new topics. I think it's great, especially for Davidson students, because so many of the people that we've interviewed are professors who teach at Davidson. So now you have the opportunity to sign up for classes with these professors, to spend a lot of time getting to know these topics that you now know that you're interested in. One more reason that we started the podcast is that we really want the Microaggressions Project to bring to light all these stories and experiences that happen at Davidson. We have the website where people can submit short blurbs, a couple of paragraphs talking about their experience with microaggressions on campus. But with the podcast, we have time to really talk to people who are at Davidson. You can actually hear their voices talking about their stories and really in depth as well. I think it can really help connect more than just the definition, more than just a couple of paragraphs. You're hearing someone talk about those experiences, why the microaggressions project is so important. I think the podcast does a really good job at connecting all of this. Hi everyone, my name is Ricardo Pinnock and I'm a junior Africana Studies and Communication Studies double major here at the college. This is my first year on the Davidson Microaggressions team as a student collaborator and I'm excited to help. The DMP podcast is another place where we can engage with topics that are on people's minds at Davidson College and add more to the overall archive. The conversations that we have on the podcast are continuations of the social justice work that previous generations of Davidson College students started. The podcast gives us the opportunity to amplify marginalized voices that have come and gone in the past and those that have yet to come. 
This is your chance to contribute and try to change the society around us because our future really does start with us. Share the podcast, leave timestamps, forward it, quote it, anything, so long that it continues the conversation. This work goes beyond our college campus. We constantly aim to reach a broader audience and expand the inclusivity of our message. But that, but that is not possible without your support. I hope you guys are looking forward to listening as much as we enjoy putting these podcasts together. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the DMP Podcast. Check out our website at www.davidsonmicroaggressionsproject.org and follow us on social media. Find us on Instagram at DC Microaggressions, on Twitter at DMP underscore Davidson, and follow our Facebook page, Davidson Microaggressions Project.